And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, as it had been told unto them. All of the writers of the accounts of Jesus' life have a particular perspective. Luke, more than the others, spends time focusing on how Christ's kingdom is a source of joy for people who otherwise have no cause to rejoice. People on the margins of society, people who are trampled underfoot, people in grief and sorrow, people with no voice, people with no power. Shepherds, then, are important to Luke. Shepherds were not men of status. They did work that involved being outside, working with animals, getting dirty, banged up, and bruised. They were unclean. They were also usually the youngest in their families. As older sons grew out of the work, the younger sons would take over the duty in succession until there was no one younger to do the job. This was not a time of sunny prospects. How you were born is pretty much how you were going to stay. So these were not men who had hope of inheriting anything other than the job of tending to the family flock. And yet, these are the ones who God chooses to first proclaim His coming. These are the ones charged with the task of announcing the arrival of a new king. These are the first representatives of the new kingdom. These are the royal messengers. As the prophet Isaiah writes, How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who publishes peace, who brings good news of happiness, who publishes salvation, who says to Zion, Your God reigns. The voiceless are not simply given a voice, they're given something to say. This new king has chosen them. This means that the new king cares for people like them. This is cause for joy. Shepherds have a unique job of putting themselves in harm's way. They spend most of their time away from the safety of home, out in the elements, out in the wild. They leave the usual places of safety and comfort in order to care for their flock. Once they're at work, they must face whatever dangers threaten the flock in their care. It's the shepherd who stands in between the valuable flock and the predatory lions and wolves. It's the shepherd whose feet trod over poisonous snakes and rough ground. It is the shepherd who might have to fend off thieves and brigands. 
It is the shepherd who risks the danger to protect what is valuable and what is helpless. It is the shepherds who come bringing glad tidings of great joy from heaven. You can tell a lot about a king by the type of people he chooses to represent him and carry his message. This new king's first emissaries are men whose job it is to protect the vulnerable from the wicked. The king chooses men who daily put their lives at hazard for the sake of a flock of animals. If shepherds care that much for their sheep, how much more does this king care for us? How much more is this king willing to risk to save us? How much more is this king willing to endure to protect us? The king chooses protectors because he himself will protect us. This is cause for joy. Ultimately, the shepherds have to return to their work. The wise men have to return to their nation. Mary and Joseph will have to go on the run. And Israel will still be under Roman rule. And yet, there is cause for joy. Why? Because joy is not circumstantial. It's not a fleeting sense of gladness and wellness and happiness. Joy is a deep and resonant thing, strong and steady. It doesn't blow with the wind. It doesn't rock in the waves. Gladness and happiness and wellness are tied to moments. Joy is tied to eternity. You can't weep in sorrow and be happy at the same time. But you can still find joy in sadness. Because joy is not an emotional state. It's a spiritual reality that exists for those who know that the Almighty who created the heavens and the earth also dwells alongside His creation. It comes from recognizing the enormous significance of a God who lays aside His dignity to bring dignity to the lowly. It comes from knowing that Christ comes as a king who would stand in the way of danger, who would risk his life, who would, in fact, die for his subjects. Joy stays with us even when we have to get back to what we were doing. This is what Advent invites us to remember. Luke tells us that the shepherds returned. But when they did, they did so glorifying and praising God for everything that they had heard and seen. Even on the way back to the drudgery of their daily lives, even when that daily life was a struggle, they knew they had encountered something that was a cause for great joy. If you are in sorrow, if you are in grief, whether you're struggling with the hardest battle or struggling just to get through the day, I invite you to remember what the shepherds learned. That the God of heaven and earth of history and creation, the Almighty, has found a place beside you, that he comes to bring dignity to the ashamed, forgiveness to the guilty, friendship to the lonely, and comfort to the hurting. He comes to remind you that he is here, that he is with you, and that he will never leave. That is cause for great joy. Mm